this episode of The Full Nerd, M1 versus PC, AMD 4700S thing, and Elena's gonna tell you how to get an EVGA GPU. Welcome to episode 174 of The Full Nerd. I'm your host, Gordon Ma Ong, with special guest Keith May of WCCF Tech. Hey, everybody. Elena Yi is here. Hello. And, of course, Adam Patrick Murray is controlling the vertical and horizontal. Uh, Keith, it is always good to have you here. Uh, it's, it's been a while since we, we had you on, but, uh, you know, I really wanted to have you on because there uh, something happened recently. I was really worried. Uh, on your on your your Twitter feed, there, there's this tweet that said it just it just said the Apple M1 is cool as shit, and I want one. And I and I was worried. I thought you were hacked. I, I don't know what happened. So you uh, you said you said that that you weren't hacked. So I guess you're you're here as the Apple representative for today. Uh, to I don't know about, about a full on representative. Wait, 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 However. Wait. While you get into this, I, I came prepared because I have a feeling I'm going to be sitting here a while while you and Gordon talk this one out. Yeah, no, I mean, <sighs> Keith, Keith seems to be the the diehard Apple person. He, it just it, it finally came to light. He loves Apple. He loves the M1 in the new iMac. He, he's got You're an iPhone. Apple. Look at that! I can't believe it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Gordon, you know, I mean, I, I guess all it took was an M1 iMac to uh, to convert Keith. Are, are you next? Gordon? Well, first I want to point out this is a family show and I want to apologize for uh, Adam using a harsh language. I, I was direct <laughs> quoting our guest Keith. It's a direct quote. I, I do not mean to offend anybody. That's, that is true. Uh, what? So what, <laughs> Keith, what, what's, what's up with this? Because I know you generally are, uh, have been a PC person that I, that I know. So I, I still am very much. There, there is no, uh, there's no retiring the, the Ryzen system and the, the RTX and all of that. But I do have a laptop that I use and I like it. It's, uh, just full disclosure. It's the Zephyrus, um, G14 with the Ryzen 7 4800 HS. It's got the GTX 1650 in it. Uh, I know it's not the high end model and stuff, but I use it for work on the go. Um, but that M1, Honestly, the programs that I use for work and that I can use on the move are all on there. So the biggest one being DaVinci Resolve. And uh, I've seen what that thing can do in DaVinci Resolve Studio on the M1. And it's between no fans, like near is like battery life is through the roof. Um, and quite honestly, the screen alone completely trounces my, my G14. Yeah, G14 um, wasn't great. Yeah, so uh, it's otherwise it's a great laptop, and, I, and I've, I've yet to make that switch, but it has the, 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 the Pro, the, the M1, the MacBook Pro uh, 13, the, the small one, it has ended up in the shopping cart quite a few times over the past week with me almost hitting buy. Um, oh, so you have wait the M1 you have now or no you're using oh I I've used one I uh, a friend of mine had one and I used it and I was um I was thoroughly impressed by it now would I replace my computer with it no no I wouldn't do that however I would probably find myself using it more than, than... I would my computer really 
just because it's it's so small, it's super light, it's super portable. It's the size that I like on a laptop, which is one of the reasons, again, I went with the G14. I didn't want a big laptop. I wanted a small one, but still high resolution. But it's got, again, no no fans. Uh, you know, it's, I get it. The hardware spec wise isn't as impressive, but I've used the smaller one. that's only got eight gigs of Ram. The biggest thing is the, the SSD space for it, the storage space. I don't know if how, how usable that is for me to have that small of storage. And it costs so much to get more, <laughs> but, and that M1, it's, uh, it's impressive. Oh yeah. And I, I think the funny thing is we were talking about this, Elena and Adam thinks, of course, it would cause me to go nuclear. And, <laughs> you know, my, my, my feeling is you don't, you can't, this is not a religious argument here. You, you use what works for you, right? And frankly, if you want ultimate portability, and, you know, again, this is the most advanced CPU you can get because, by the way, $2.2 trillion buys you some good hardware. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so I, I think it's like if that works for you, you know, again, you point out the, the shortcomings of it. You, you're, you're, you are getting screwed over on storage. Um, you obviously, there's other issues. You can't run more than, than one monitor, strangely. But I think, you know, it's whatever floats your boat. To be honest, it's whatever works for you. My, my issue is with the M1 and a lot of the coverage and what it has enabled is – Oh my God. The, you know, I, I know people, the, the fanboys are just, it's, they've become radioactive. And, you know, I, oh, you dear. know, the funny God, thing is, yes. you know, I've lived through Apple versus PC many, many times through different generations, through Power PC, through when they were on Intel, now they're on ARM. And it's the same thing every time. But the fanboys are like, they've been locked up ever since Apple switched to Intel and they've been just like, now they're just like radioactive creatures in a video game that come out and like, like, so like the thing is like, oh my God, everything you said is like ultimate portability, great battery life, DaVinci, highly optimized for M1. Awesome. Good stuff. Buy it. Be happy. But you get people who say like, well, why in the world would you buy this, you know, 15 inch <clears throat> RTX 3070 laptop? With uh, with an Intel or a Ryzen chip, when you could have got an M1, it's old because it's uh, it's got an RTX thirty seventy part. It's got an eight core Ryzen. It's it's got all this good stuff. It, it does this stuff better for me. Well, you should have bought an M1 instead. It's like it's. I can tell you that yes, M1 actually might be faster in some things. It is not going to be faster than this laptop in everything. But my problem is the fanboys that have been able to to just come out and say like, oh no, well M1's faster. Good lord. Do you not understand there are some things that's faster at it, some things that's better at, some things that's not better at? Just accept it. Jesus. So, Gordon, uh, before we move into the the actual new M1s, uh, talk about those. Uh, the thing is that I, <clears throat> you know, I, I see with this move, uh, some would say that that uh, that the Mac is uh, attacking and trying to kill the PC, right? Um, the weird thing is, though, with your disconnect is that, 
you're in here yelling all the time about how consoles are trying to kill the PC, and and you definitely get really viscerally angry about it. But now that we're talking about Apple trying to kill the PC, you're you're very you're very muted, and you're very like, oh, you know what? It's it's whatever floats your boat. You know, I I, no, I, I think we need to see your bank statements, Gordon. I I think it's got in your pockets. You know, my argument is the exact same argument with consoles. Again, if you like consoles, well, but usually you yell about it. it. Usually you yell about it, not. <laughs> well, I'm not yelling about it because I because I've done enough yelling about it. Oh, it's just because yeah, you want to <laughs> yell about it. You want to yell about M1 being faster than a 30 series or faster than a Ryzen or even for, for God's sake, we've run stories. I've proved that Tiger Lake is as fast, if not faster, than M1. Yeah, there's fan noise, power consumption, whatever. But if you're talking about speed then it's faster, right? You don't get to say like, well, but it's faster, but it's got fan noise. It's just, yeah, I'm just, the, the fanboys drive me crazy. They drive everyone nuts. And it's just like, that is my problem with it. But it's just sort of like, I'm sort of like, I've gotten really tired of just like talking to irrational that are certifiably just like, oh my God, <laughs> it's a piece of hardware. They want to sell it to you for money. And do I think it's an attack? And the reason, Adam, I think it's less, it's less of an attack on the P- the, the weird thing is now you want to see it like, everybody wants to go, oh, well, this is going to kill the PCs. Give me a break. To me, it's interesting because this is like the M1, the path that Apple has taken, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, where Apple is going with M1, where it is going with, with ARM, it's going to be less of a competitor in some ways than it ever has before because be- Two years ago, I was like, well, you know what? If I buy this Intel-based Mac, I get a great Windows machine. Probably not as good as a Windows laptop, but hell, I can run Windows. I can boot into Windows. I don't suffer any of that problem. I also get Mac OS, which I like more than Windows, right? If you're that kind of person. Hey, now it's just like you're, you're basically on the Apple boat heading off away from the PC. We are going to be going in different directions in many ways. And the thing is, we all also are going the same direction because you know what? You take Windows, you take x86, you take ARM, you take Mac OS, you take Chrome OS. You take it's console. Just a, it's just a stupid screen and keyboard and touch. All the same. Yeah. No, but I mean, no, because consoles are consoles no. are different, right? If you no, I actually uh, Mark sent me an article uh, yesterday about how uh, Parsec is enabled now on the Edge browser on a console, so people are literally loading up Steam games and playing things like Half Life and. <clears throat> And League of Legends on a console with mouse, full mouse and keyboard support, everything. Gosh, well, yes, Adam. They, they all enable. They, they <laughs> all enable gaming. But what I'm saying <laughs> is that very much, and especially like uh, with the new announcement, iMac with M1 and the iPad with M1, it feels like yeah, Apple is going to kind of go this path. This is just one device. This is sort of their, their. They finally have some kind of an answer to what Windows has, Microsoft has done with with windows and convertibles and tablets. Cause I would arguably say Microsoft definitely beat Apple to the punch of integrating touch and pen support into its ecosystem, right? You can get a, you can get touch, you can get pen. And, and they basically, you can clearly see that in two to three years, it's going to be really blurry between a Mac an iPad and an iMac or whatever. And an iPhone it's, and an iPhone. They're all going to be like, it'll be one device. Developers write one thing and it has it probably exposes different, you know, 
user interface to you, but it'll it'll all run in the same place. And that's I mean, but Apple can do that, right? They're they've always been Apple Island, right? They they just they put a moat around themselves. They put sharps and lasers on them, and that's what they. And then they charge you five million dollars to buy like another. 256 gigs in your SSD, and, and that's that's the world they want to be in. That, mean, is not the, that is not going to compete with PCs, by and large, no matter what anybody thinks, because how does that compete with a $200 Chromebook or a $400 Windows laptop? It ain't ever going to compete with it. Yeah, well, I'm interested on update cycles. For, the M, for Like the M1, yeah. Like, like how often they, how the they refresh that? the hardware? Or, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. I think they can do it more often now because they're truly, you know, they're they're truly in, they've created their own nation state in a lot of ways. You know, the, you're you're both you're both on you're in the walled garden with razor wire on top and a machine gun either pointing inside or outside depending on your point of view. And <laughs> what you know, I mean, what you can introduce new stuff at, at will now. You know. I just, it'll be interesting to see, I, I think it'll be interesting because like, you know what, if you buy this brand new M1 MacBook Pro, they do a MacBook Pro M2, I mean, you can imagine that being a, a bigger version, you know, 16 inch, but well, does but that, I, if they I do mean, an M2 version, what well, do you do as an M1 version? I mean, well, typically, I, the problem. Well, good. Well, I mean, I, I guess it depends on how how they push it, how they delineate it, right? I mean, the, these are still pretty much all the same chips, right? They're just putting them in different form factors mm-hmm. for the most part. You know, I, I, honestly, thermals, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and I'm I'm not surprised that they made the iMac. I, I think it was a little earlier than I would have expected, but for me, it's it's bringing it down to an iPad that uh, that is the starting starting to cross the lines a little bit too soon, right? Because now, now you have that delineation. They're they're ready to throw uh, Apple or oh. Intel based hardware over the boat. That that was obvious, but the you know the old the old iPhone and iPad uh, kind of hardware that they've been running with. It's it's weird to see that that cross section now because it's like okay, well then can an iPad Pro literally just run Mac OS if they wanted to? Yeah, right? I don't know. If, I don't think it'll get to the point where they sort of <clears throat> nuke the mouse and, and keyboard experience. But I do feel like Apple doesn't give a damn if you buy an iPad, a Mac, <laughs> or well, an iPhone, as long as it's got an Apple logo, <laughs> as long as you write that check for it, right? That's <laughs> for people who know what a check is. It's a piece of paper that is, <laughs> represents money and your bank represents a symbol of your banking and you need money. Yeah, well, it's like, like Bitcoin Venmo on paper. <laughs> yeah, it's Bitcoin. No, Vin, yeah, oh, no. yeah, <laughs> or Bitcoin on paper. It's a Bitcoin made a physical. Oh no, they do make a physical Bitcoin. Coin, yeah, Bitcoin. <laughs> what did you do? What did you think of that? And, well, I mean, so Keith, mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting because I was talking with uh, another person who uh, ran a uh, tech site. Uh, I don't want to use his name because you know it's a private conversation, but let's just use first name. And he was saying that he just bought an M1. I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. You know, he's like, yeah, I love it. But, man, it's got this weird thing where when I tried to move desktops, there was this weird lag spike where it would just stop and then move. And then he said, when I launch Word, it takes like eight seconds to launch Word. I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's like Ryzen? (laughs) Who knows? I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, and I was like, yeah, you know what? It's a new platform. You know, it's got teething pains. It'll go, it'll. It'll probably get solved. I imagine it would, or basically 
Apple's MO will be, you can fix it by <clears> buying <throat> the new version of that device, right? You're holding it wrong. You're holding it wrong and, you know, <laughs> unfortunately a lot of Mac people are like, oh yeah, you're right, why don't I just buy the new one to fix this? Whereas in different ecosystems, it's like, screw you, I'm never gonna buy your product <laughs> again. Here's a video of me smashing it and then burning the little bits and then I'm gonna go buy your competitor's part, right? But that's that's how it works, all right? But I do think like there's there's definitely some teething issues, right? It just it's it's gonna it's gonna be there. So well, you really would do it. I mean, because I mean, I mean so when I and I think what I'm when I'm talking about like when you say like sorry, I'm just complete. See, I am talking here. I'm I'm obviously venting. I have months of frustration of dealing with the radioactive fanboys. And I would argue the reason you can you can use a Mac OS, I mean, honestly, who can't? I mean, I use a thin and light laptop with a 13-inch screen. It's basically a glorified Chromebook at this point. I run Office. I run a browser. I run, you know, whatever storage. It doesn't – it could be Chrome OS. It could be Windows. It could be Mac OS. It doesn't matter. But, you know, to me, my laptop is the thing I use before I get back to my desktop. So that's – that's the world I live in. I, I don't know if I would use a Mac as my primary. I probably would never do it as a primary. If it were like I only had one device, it would never be it, you know? But I think, yeah, I mean, that's why I sort of think we're all on the same path. It doesn't matter. It's just basically a something to run Office, Adobe, and 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 Chrome on, right? That's that's all it is. Well, but now they have pretty colors on their iMacs. Uh, you can't get that on a PC, right? I got spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, for people who don't know, know the news, of course, you know, I, uh, Apple came out with the new iMac. It's pretty striking. I thought it was pretty cool in a kind of retro way because it it came in the original iMac colors. Yeah, the colors um, are cool. Yeah. I just like an- the they just anodized aluminum, right? But um, you know, it was run. It runs an M1, and there were definitely some, you know. Interesting, interesting, all that flexing you saw on the laptop side, but cool, oh, it's so much faster. You didn't see that with iMacs because they're basically saying with this iMac, it's as fast as a, laptop. a 21, 21.5 inch iMac that we basically don't even sell anymore. It wasn't like, yeah, we're faster than 125% of all PCs ever made. None of that kind of positioning because it's, you know, it's just, it's just, it is again, a, it is a, a scaled up mobile chip put into an all in one. It's probably the pretty colors, pretty colors. I actually thought it was actually fine for what it is because it's an iMac for God's sake. What, what, I mean, the way the modern, modern computing experiences, I mean, you know, the, the classic thin client, fat client definition, we're really sort of in between that now, right? You sort of like, it's just something to run <laughs> your browser maybe two applications but it's not like you're sitting there running you know a 3d rendering app on your imap imac all day it's just not i don't think it's i think it's oh they're expensive what it was of course i mean but yeah no. <laughs> okay, we're talking about apple here yeah i was actually yeah, surprised but, yeah but by comparison to the macbooks there's it's almost this like you said the same specs and everything it's just a it's an unportable version of the macbook but have you seen how thin it is and how pretty the and colors have you seen are? The colors. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't get those colors on a MacBook. Are you kidding? <laughs> we can't do that on a laptop. You can get a shell. <laughs> you can't get that on a laptop. Are you kidding? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I not. That, I mean, it's 24 inches. I mean, you know, it's got it, that going for it. I think that kind of speaks to what most people are doing with, with all in ones though, where. I mean, you know, with the port selection as well. I mean, it's all like four US, uh, USB C ports. So, you know, yeah. The fashion statement. Yeah. It is. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be that thin, but they did it just because they can. I mean, same with the phones, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't. We can all use more battery either. life, but yeah. no, they just want to make them thin. <laughs> well, no, because I'd I'd much rather take a little bit of a thicker like uh, of an iMac and get rid of that chin, right? Because they say the chin's there because hey, we don't want to make the we don't want to make the screen so thick, and it's like mm, no, you can make the screen thicker and just put it behind and get rid of that chin. Like, you know, <laughs> that's a different design choice, but whatever. Yeah. I do want to jump back real quick to something that you said, Adam, which was the whole like not really quite understanding the iPad Pro's positioning. Um, I would say the one thing that I'm hoping to see out of that, and honestly, I haven't dug super deep into it because I'm just not the right market for Apple products, um, is that uh, the idea of actually being able to load things in a desktop browser, something that's recognized as a desktop browser on like a tablet size screen. So you kind of get that with some Windows devices, but they're they're kind of larger. A lot of the a lot of the touch screens are about thirteen inches, twelve inches. Something that I've always been looking for for travel is like a ten inch screen. But when I load pages in the tab, that they're actually recognized as a desktop browser because the screen's big enough. But a lot of times it gets recognized as a mobile, and then the sites like break or they don't function as well, and it's a pain in my butt when I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's one area where Apple could do something like that because I just don't think there's a market anymore for 8 or 10-inch Windows laptops. It's really hard to find something in that size. And I know this is a very extreme, tiny segment of the population that would be looking for this kind of support, but that's the one thing I would be interested in if that they if they had that. It just shaves weight off my bag. The smaller version of the iPad Pro. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they're going to have to start probably with the Pro. They're not going to put features like they're not going to make a desktop like for like the mini anytime soon it's my opinion yeah but i'm thinking pre the before times world i'm just at home all day so i'm in front of a 32 inch <laughs> monitor now uh and vc Jister makes a good point for the the simple-minded folk uh what really is the difference between x86 and arm chips which I think, you know, is, is there, a good question there, yeah. right? I don't think there is, to be honest. I mean, for consumers, what you're exposed to is just simply a means to... An application. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like for like, consumer, I, the only material thing that matters is the app support. Yeah, it's either going to say it's compatible or it's not, and that's about as far as they don't really ask why not. And, you know, because aren't... And with like the M1 stuff, when you go to like the app store and stuff, it's only going to show you what you can use rather than a bunch of stuff you can't. Oh, I didn't think yeah. that. Are they really that doing that? That makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Huh. I mean, that, but that's always been Apple's magic. Because, I mean, you think about it when the original iPhone came out, like it didn't have like 3G. It, it didn't mm-hmm. have it didn't have features, right? And they basically... Didn't have a camera. So <laughs> the, the argument camera. I've... It's always been the magic of Apple is they take like, holy shit, this is a huge feature we don't have, but we're going to be at a really nice swanky mall and we're going to put one of those walls that's going to say coming soon, a, a bespoke business for your, you know, whatever. 
right? And he's like, oh, something really nice is going to come here. I'm not going to mind it. Unfortunately, on the on the open ecosystems, like say Windows PC, we just simply like, yeah, this actually is going to be a construction site. There's going to be rebar sticking out. You might impale yourself, but because we live in an open world, you get to go in there and impale yourself, right? And, you know. How did we get here? No, because that's that's really much. You think about that's that's been the magic of Apple. They they rubber wall everything. You think about, it's funny because one of the things I run Android instead of iOS is I hate not being able to put my icons where I could put them. Right? I don't know if you, you might have been able to finally do that now, but sometimes I just want an icon sitting by itself, open space around it. Apple is like, no, you cannot do that. Right? And but it it you know it but it also saves them because I also realize people who that's a feature of Apple is it sort of saves you from the people who don't know they're dragging icons all over the place. Like I go over to my mom's and I look at her tablet and the icons are like, what the hell is this ta- icon doing here? Right. <laughs> you realize that is because she doesn't know she dragged that icon over there. And, and on an iPad, if she had an iPad, I know the icon wouldn't move as easily. So that's, but they just wall off features that can't hurt you. Right. It's, and it's they for, also, it's for the lowest common strength. denominator, right? Like consoles. They have a major they have a major function that isn't there, but they make it their strength. By making it like you just can't get to it. Like Keith said, you can't it just doesn't show you stuff you can't run. Mm. Uh VC Jester says, so what Gordon is saying is that Apple is communist and PC is freedom. Well, I'm just saying that there are freedom isn't free and there are there are Pick up your arms, costs. everybody. There's terrible there's got a war to fight. No, but there's really there is a cost with <laughs> there's a cost with rule by committee. Oh my god, you want to talk about like taking years and years to make up a spec and then have everybody implement it in their own different way and screw it up. That's part of it. It's part of you know what, we can't stop you from doing these things. We can't stop you from loading, side loading this this patch or running this application. It's just simply Right. I mean, that's kind of the, and you know what, that's what people that want open ecosystem. That's one thing we've always wanted. We can't stop you from plugging things into the wrong port. We can't stop you from (laughs) running a 3090 with a Pentium or the Celeron. We can't stop you from building that. We can't stop you from building a four gig PC. Right. And no, we can't, you know, that's just. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, but it's also chaos. It's, it brings you to complete, Utter chaos, broken drivers, people breaking things, people blaming things on each other. And, you know, that's that's sort of the price you pay. Hmm. Uh, talk about chaos and being able to roll whatever you want. Uh, Keith, uh, you you recently checked out the uh, the forty seven hundred S like that. That's just a PC part, right? Or you didn't check it out. You, you, yeah, you no, talked no. about it. Yeah, you don't have it in hand, but you, you did a, a, a video went up today, right? Good video. Uh, yes, everyone should go put up one this morning talking about it. Um, so should everyone go out and get this part for their next uh, <laughs> PC? Um, no, no, they probably shouldn't, <laughs> and especially with how expensive it is. Um, honestly, right now it's it's hard to say that because everything that has a graphics card near it is really expensive right now. <laughs> um, but. And what's interesting, I, I got a message um, from Ian Cutris over to Nantech. Uh, he he actually has ordered one, 
So yeah. I, you can guarantee you that Anantech will have really interesting coverage of that particular part because Ian also covered this thing. This is an old version. This is from the Xbox One. So this this is a segue. We got this. This is a starting point. So what so happened? The one that here? came out in two thousand one. The Xbox. No, no, <laughs> no, no, not that one. The the one, the third Xbox. Oh, but after the HDMI version of the first one and the, <laughs> or is it the second Wait, one? Is that the one that died, or is that not the one that died? No, it's the three sixty. The one that came after that yeah. died. Yeah. So the one. Yes. But the big one. Anyway, it's a twenty eight nanometer APU. Um, so it's it's registered as the A nine, the A nine. 9820 so it's got an 8-core Jaguar part on it with the uh, basically it's the same as the Xbox One and it's got DDR3 support and NVMe and all this jazz it was converted over because it's not very good nobody should buy this if they actually want to build something Uh, I bought it because it was it was nifty and I thought it looked fun and I got it off AliExpress piece of history Uh, but yeah, so I want this other one, this 4700S, which Ian has one, and I'm super jealous that he's got one on the way. Um, he always finds the really cool stuff really quick. But what it is, it's at its heart, it's the same chip used in the Xbox series. So the Series S and X. It's an 8-core, 16-thread CPU, Zen 2 base, um, but it has the memory is built in. So the memory is already integrated to the motherboard with 16 gigs of GDDR6 memory. So all of your memory is GDDR6. Um, The problem is the APU portion is disabled. That's RDNA2 based. And that would have been killer. Um, there, but they instead they did put a uh, the company in China that's selling it did put in a graphics card. They put in an RX 550. That's quite the nerf. Is there a PCI Express? Yes. So the motherboard, while it's still, it's um, the Cardinal board is what it's called, AMD Cardinal board. So you still got the the on dot the dies, the G6 dies on the board, 16 gigs, but they've added in PCI Express slot as well as I/O. Kind of like this, if you look at the this board up against the board in the Xbox. It's very similar, except of course the memory is on the PCB for the, that. And it does not have the IO, which this thing actually has better IO than most of the modern motherboards. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, it's the, it, it's the Xbox parts at, um, my guess is the IGPU was touched and they couldn't use them in the Xboxes, so they repurposed them into desktop components, and they sold them. They're only in China right now, um, unless you're Ian and you can source them <laughs> in other countries. But uh, it's it's a it, it, okay. Uh, Lee, let no silicon go to waste. You know what I mean? Like waste no silicon. Yeah. So if you, have, if you have a you can't do well, and you can't really do that right now. Because you can't make enough, so you start digging through the piles of what you have, and you work with what you got to get something. So I don't blame AMD. I think it's really neat, but I wonder how much, like, how many of those G6 modules could have gone somewhere more uh, productive. 
Well, let's also talk about price, too, because if I remember right, uh, the article that I saw said that like these are going to these are selling for like three thirty. I I don't think that's actually bad. Well, I don't think it's that bad. The the system, the one that we've got um, from T Mall, they're between seven and eight hundred dollars. Oh, full system. That's very different than what I saw. For the <laughs> system or for the whole, just the board. I'm gonna look again. No, that's the system. I couldn't oh. find just the board. So oh. if if you could find the board for three three to four hundred. I'm a glutton for punishment, and I would pay that for it. I mean, I paid a, I mean, guys, I, I paid almost 200 bucks for this thing to get sent from China, and you see what I'm doing with it. It's sitting, sitting on my desk. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, it was Tom's Hardware that I saw this. So it said that uh, I guess Finnish retailer. Oh, okay. Here we go. Tulo Stintavartalo <laughs> has uh, list, listed the 4700s desktop kit on its online store for 263 uh, euros and 71 cents. So approximately $320 US. Yeah, Keith is, Wait, oh, hold on. Keith's yeah, making he, a purchase. We got, yeah. we're, Keith, we'll go ahead, go get your wallet. Keith, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and buy it. I'm going to talk, but I, I think it's actually not bad because you're still getting an eight core, you know, Zen two part. It's not mm-hmm. Zen three. It's not the awesomeness of Zen three, but it's still Zen two. And I think the wild card is that GDDR6, which I, I honestly, I'm not going to spend my money. I will wait for uh, Ian's look at it because I am very interested in seeing the impact of GDDR6's main memory instead of, you know, pedestrian DDR4. Um, that latency, though. Yeah, I guess we'll see, right? I mean, right. That, I'm a, excited. I mean, that's why I'm excited to see the, the, how much pain it is. <laughs> but I guess the fact that it's not actually even called the Ryzen, you know, it's called an AMD 4700S. It's not called the Ryzen 4700S. Although I downloaded the drivers that are on AMD's website and dug through them and it's labeled Ryzen all over the place. So It doesn't surprise me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, getting drivers for this, this board that I have was a pain because if you, in the BIOS, it was selectable for two different models. There was the A9-9820, or the FX ninety one or eighty one eighty two hundred the FX eighty two hundred. Hmm. So, hmm. it's Weird. you're not going to get if you get these kind of parts, you're not going to get the support you're used to getting from <laughs> uh, you know off the shelf parts. So if anybody does want to go get them, expect a broken experience. Well, but uh, a friend of the show, Ruritu, does point out uh, 16 gigs is more than the iMac, so it's got to be better. It is. Right? Well. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. So that is actually, it is a really funky limitation that of the of the M1 versions is that max at 16 gigs. It does kind of stink. I mean, but honestly, for a 13-inch screen laptop, I think it's it's fine, you know, but. I'm sure the M2 will address more memory because you can't imagine there's, well, we say no way that they would ever make a professional 16 inch high performance laptop that only has 16 gigs of, of RAM. But I think Apple actually has done it in the past. So. They might try. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vignesh says, uh, I wonder if you can unlock the GPU portion of the chip. Like you used to be able to unlock the fourth core in old phenoms. Chinese uh, UEFIs have really strange options in them. My guess on these is that it's physically damaged or disabled, or else it would be a Series S or a Series X chip. 
Mm. Yeah, it'd be be fused off probably, right? Yeah. I mean, if that IGPU was enabled, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be doing, trying to get my my order in. (laughs) Finally make your own custom console, as we've discussed before on the show. Right? You know, here's, here's the other thought too. I mean, is it possible these are below spec but the igpu was functional but they're running faster they're clocked higher than the consoles yeah but they could have had very bad power leakage or voltage requirements um a lot of different things like that so but i mean i'm I'm just thinking also the same thing is like how happy would microsoft be if amd is selling off reject parts for people to build on xbox (laughs) the money they put into to developing xbox Microsoft are like, no way. If you're going to sell that, you need to you need to kill the GPU, right? So that I'm just saying that's one possibility that, that is a, Microsoft that is would a, not be happy if people basically could build their own Xboxes, even though right? it would cost more than buying an Xbox. They just don't want people to do that. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun. I I, th- I thought it was interesting. Like I said, it was uh, Keith. He had he had a good video and uh, just the 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 other well, coverage that I read about it. You know, people are like, oh man, you you could build your own or you know, buy your own, uh, not, not steam quite, machine. But, oh God. Yes. And <laughs> we should point this out. Go to, you know, Keith, of course, works at WCCF tech, wonderful bunch of folks over there, but he also does a lot of the videos at the WCCF tech channel. Want to give out a shout out. So if you're here, you want to see well, Keith's you. video on the, uh, how, how to build your own Xbox for $2. Go to Keith's channel. <laughs> I do not do that. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, now, now you have to. Now you have to, uh, Gordon. Yeah, Gordon sold you yeah. that way. Uh, wait, two, let's see, you, you can run the game streaming service and pay two months for it at a dollar a month. So, No, it's free for that first month if you install Windows 10, right? So Is it? I don't know. I got an offer, I think. Really? Hey, you have, you have Xbox whatever streaming for free. I was like, what? Really? Oh, no. Forget it. No, it's for one month. I'm not going to do that. Like, you just give us your credit card number. Cancel yeah. what you like to. How about you auto cancel it for me? No, no, we're not going to do it that way. It's where Siri is useful for setting my reminders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking of other stuff that, that you can't get, what, what, what about GPUs? It sounds like EVGA is trying to make it easier for people to get e- GPUs, right? Yeah. Uh, I lost my windows here. Whoops. I had it all ready to go, too. Um, shoot. Well, I'll have to go off the top of my head. Here we go. Do it. So uh, EVGA rolled out, the, I believe it's called their Priority Access Program. It's a VIP program. It's supposed to be free, so it's not like it's a paid service. But essentially, you sign up for this program so you can be in a better line than the existing line. So EVGA's they, they tried to make things better for everybody when it came to the RTX rollout by doing a queue system. So instead of frantically trying to scramble every time there was a drop, you know, you basically said, hey, I'm going to take a ticket. This is the place. That, this is the line I want to be in. This is the 3070 line. This is the 3080 line, whatever. But now they're starting a program where if you sign up for this uh, VIP program, you get to be in a better line. It's a priority line over the normies, I guess. The part that I, I'm a little, so I saw this news and I thought, oh, 
part of me likes this idea and part of me doesn't like this idea because it makes you wonder how much of your personal data, like I haven't tried signing up for it yet, but like how much are you trading for this? Like what, what kind of, what kind of information are they trying to collect about their, you know, audience <laughs> yeah. to, in order to give them this priority access for free? But the other part of me is like, hey, man, any leg up right now is a good leg up. <laughs> right. So Yeah. Well, and actually, when, when I first saw it, I, yeah, I thought, oh, this is probably some sort of paid thing. I, uh, you know, it sucks, but I can see it. And then I was like, oh, no, it, it says free. Huh. Okay. Well, then they just must want your information for some reason. Like nothing's free. Nothing is mm-hmm, free. Mm-hmm. So you got to give them something mm-hmm. and it's probably information. We don't know yet. Uh, we, we haven't done. I, I just uh, put a link uh, to Brad's art or <clears throat> Brad's quick article on, on PC world. Yep. It's the, uh, the elite priority access. So you can be an elite, elite person. Priority access. Yeah. Does that affect uh, the current standings? Like the, the existing queues? I don't think it's said. The press release was really short. Uh, here, you, I, I can read it. I only uh, say that because I'm still in a queue. <laughs> I know, yeah. I think we all are. Uh, EVGA <laughs> is excited to announce Elite Priority Access, the latest benefit to EVGA Elite members. EVGA Elite members enjoy numerous benefits, allowing them to save money, make money, and enjoy exclusive access. With Elite Priority That's Access... I wanted to know more about. I know, right? <laughs> With Elite Priority Access... Like, wait, EVGA, how am I making money off of this? <laughs> EVGA Elite members will have 24-hour exclusive... Oh, uh, uh, 24-hour exclusive early access to the queue system on newly launched EVGA products, giving them the ability to uh. reserve their purchasing slot before the general public. Okay, so it's it's like you're you get you, you get 24 hours to join the queue before the unwashed masses. Okay. Yeah, on the on the future releases. It, yes. At least that's so what it sounds like. Yeah, starting okay. this with a they're starting this with a Zine 590 board this week. Ah, and hmm. they said that it's going to be for future uh, product launches going forward as well. Di future product launches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's pretty much it to the announcement. I'm just going to look real quick. Should it sounds like it's a good start, though. I mean, everybody's trying to figure out how to sell cards to their frustrated long-term customers. So, well, and their elite membership; uh, those are going to be existing customers of EVGA. So I personally see no issue whatsoever for a company to cater to their existing customer base first, you know, and then Good point. everyone else. It's, it's like, Hey, you know, okay, I get it. It's your first computer. You, you weren't, a, you weren't a customer before, but the other person already was sorry. They had the, the, the little band that got them closer to the front of the ride. Mm-hmm. You know, it's maybe next time. Right. Live, live and learn. I mean, I I think it's definitely different now knowing that it's for things coming up, right? If it was like, hey, all these people who've been in line for months and months, <laughs> now you get to to cut in line. Oh no, that's that different makes than so many yeah. People mad. That's different than people being like, oh, actually, I want to be first in line for this new thing. Uh, you know, that's at least a little bit different. Um, okay. I find out how you make money. Oh, so the elite, you got to be an elite member. What that is, is like an affiliate thing mm-hmm. without having to be a big YouTuber. So if you've got mm-hmm. uh, an affiliate number and somebody buys uh, one of these unicorns, you'll get a kickback. Good luck. That's where, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, so, zero kickback because zero cards are being 
sold. Damn it. Uh, well, uh, power supplies, motherboards, cases. True, true. Everything yeah. but the graphics car. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder. It's a, it's a really good way to. Yeah, actually, I wonder if anybody in the chat right now uh, is part of this uh, uh, EVGA Elite program. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, before this announcement today, uh, what what your thoughts are? Maybe maybe if you're over on Discord, definitely let us know like what what you get out of it, what it required to sign up. I'm I'm, I'm curious to uh, to hear what people think. But I mean, obviously, it's probably going to drive more people to sign up for it because uh, you you get that access. But yeah, it. It really seems like, again, a, a drive to get uh, consumer information because I'm looking at the form for intake and, you know, you have to give, I mean, for obvious reasons, when you purchase a name address, you know, phone number, email address, all that. So, well, that, they keep you there. It. Well, and they, they keep you as a customer more likely than you going to Asus or Gigabyte or somebody else or just taking whatever graphics card you can get, you're much more likely to come to them. And they just, they keep you in that long-term, they're thinking down the road, you know, repeat buyers tend to keep buying the same brand because we won't always be in a drought. Please tell me that we won't always be in a hardware <laughs> drought. You know, I can't promise anything. Don't. I mean, we can eventually you'll have options. <laughs> we can make promises for like a decade out view. Per, yeah, but I don't. <laughs> talking to the wrong people, Keith. Sorry. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, VC gestures no. playing with us, saying, uh, "I've been an elite member for a while now. I get access to email spam with it." Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get something. Yeah, you got there something. You go. Yeah, you get something. <laughs> got to look at it positively. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, are any of us gonna sign up for it? Is, is anybody convinced? I mean, we're we're obviously in a different spot, but uh... if I wasn't in the position that I'm in, I would. Yeah, you would. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely. It's funny because the amount of people that I know who can't get modern video cards is. Yeah, it's worth every. It's like a job. It's like your day job. <laughs> Wake up and got to go look for a video card in the morning. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ooh, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. I think if I were in the market for a card, I would do it, but I'm not. So. Yeah. I wonder if it's gotten any better. I've definitely noticed CPUs have gotten better. So yep. The, the Newegg Shuffle today had uh, what was it? Uh, 5,900 X's for add MSRP. So really? Yeah. Ooh. For how long? Oh, well, the shuffle uh, usually is seven like seconds. Two. You've got seven seconds. Well, oh, the yeah. shuffle's always been to get people in at reasonable prices. So well, I don't it just know. ended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I've, I've, I've been yeah. looking at the shuffles. <laughs> it yeah. Ended. It literally just ended. Uh, I've been looking at the shuffles <laughs> for the past couple weeks and oh man, some of those prices are pretty inflated. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, I, is, you know it's funny because I, you know, I've been religiously checking fifty eight hundred and fifty six hundred X's because I've been very concerned that it was just simply a temporary. Uh, they just put more pumped out more parts in order to 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 screw with Intel's Rocket Lake launch, but um, fifty six hundred went away. It's actually come back now. It's about three thirty, so it's coming back. It's to, gone again. I just checked it? yesterday. Oh, I thought it was back to closer to it's. Back to what it was, though. I thought I looked yesterday. Three ninety nine yesterday on Amazon. 
Really? Because I look well. I looked yesterday yeah. afternoon. It was three thirty. So oh, blowing in the wind. We're not Amazon, but other places. So um, <clears throat> fifty eight hundred X definitely four fifty. You can get all day, and then fifty six hundred X kind of hit or miss. But that fifty nine hundred X, which is crazy. I've been reading stories, so I've been digging in it a little bit. But they say that it's it's a, it's one you know it's supposedly one of the top selling CPUs on Amazon. And I'm like, how is that possible? Because it's basically never been under $800 since launch, the 5900X. So people are shelling out. Are they really shelling out? And I have not actually gotten, Amazon will not say how they base their top list on. Like, I was like, well, is this based on any certain amount of time or whatever? But they say it's updated every hour. So you could, AMD could basically feed them 100, 5900Xs, they sell out, and then now it's, I don't really know because it's not really clear to me how that is. But I'm most kind of wondering, like, in hindsight now, because we all reviewed the 5900X, you almost kind of wonder if AMD has some remorse that they just priced it way too low because 5900X at, what was it, 550 was just a stupidly good deal, <laughs> right? Especially considering how it still stacks up against all of the Intel stuff. It's like, they probably said, we should have come out with this thing at $600, you know? We never should have priced it at five fifty, six fifty, six hundred. You know, <laughs> are these actually the correct prices? If anything, you know, I mean, I'm guessing that they said all of that way before we ran into this chip shortage. So, I think there was probably a certain point where they just couldn't reforecast everything, and they just kind of had to keep going with the path they were on. If you could price fifty fifty nine hundred X and fifty nine fifty X today, what would you price it at? Like you could like I mean, you could put it anything. You can put it. Oh, <laughs> okay. no! I mean, so like property. Right now price. you can put it. Like <laughs> considering how Rocket Lake landed, considering you know how Tencent did. I mean, I I feel like it's hard to disconnect that from the circumstances, right? I, I feel like we wouldn't be asking this question if we weren't in the situation we were in, because I think that AMD had to walk a line last fall where. They obviously raised the prices, you know, the, from what we were expecting, given the previous generation of chips. But I don't think they could move it so far ahead that they would instantly upset all of their loyal fans who were, you know, touting them as the value champions. Like they can't suddenly go from saying like, we're going to give you this ship for three, like three thirty, and now it's five hundred dollars. I mean, like that would completely upend the reputation that they had established for themselves. Uh, Rick Elder says the MSRP of a 5900X should be two arms, one leg, and a kidney. Oh, my uh, goodness. No more, no less. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you have to get somebody it. else to use it for you. <laughs> or you just get those parts from somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't say that it had to be a human. Oh. True. Chickens. <laughs> yeah. Much smaller. <laughs> easier to get to. Uh, <laughs> Ruru2 says uh, 5900X at 650, 5950X at 850. Yeah. I will say, I think... because we do have an international audience, we know that the stock situation is different where you're at, but because we only know the U.S. situation, that's what we're talking about. Yes. Just to, just to ward off all the comments I know we're going to get about <laughs> this later. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I think they priced it right where they needed to. It wasn't them as Intel made the mistake on pricing, in my opinion. Really? With yeah. 10th and 11th? 11th. 
I think they did a good job holding 10th in the, in the price adjustments that they made. 10th gen uh, still today is holding up better. I think it's more attractive to most people who are looking to buy an Intel system. And I think, I think AMD did a really good job with their pricing to get more out of it, but also not, like you said, they have their last generation. They don't want to burn that bridge, that goodwill that they built, but they do need to get more for it because it's, it's worth it. They, like you're getting value out of it. You're not paying $50 more for a little bit more. These things are a lot faster and in, in, especially in some instances, they're incredibly fast. I mean, I did a thing with my 5600X I bought was beating the pants off my 3900X, especially in gaming, you know. But um, I think Intel was just way too aggressive on what they thought they could get for their parts. But that that's just where I stand on it. I think that's what makes it look like AMD could have gone for more, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I hear you. Because, I mean, Rocket Lake, definitely reception was colder than... I think they expected from a lot of people. I think it was somewhat a little overly harsh, but I do think that um, I, I do think that they also priced it. I, I don't know if it was necessarily they priced it high because of we think it's worth it, or just simply because we want to make money. Because frankly, Intel sells because of the Intel name. Yeah. And two, we don't have really enough. We have, still have a lot of tenth gen parts. Once we sort of move those along, and we up. Up, we ramp up 11th gen parts and maybe we can cut that prices a little bit. But, you know, I, I certainly don't think, I because Intel has those parts, they would never have gone out and said, yeah, we're going to price 11 to 900K <laughs> to go up against a CPU that we know will thoroughly thrash it, but we also know you can't buy it. So I, I, I you know, I, I, there's just a lot of, I don't know. This market is weird, man. Super it weird. is. That's why I sometimes think like people that get a little too caught up in the whole value discussion. I like, I can't even really get into that because I don't, I can't predict it, what it'll be day to day, you know, month to month and like second to second almost. It's sort of like you sort of base it on, you know, what the strengths of it is. And, you know, it's almost like you sort of have to give give it the value, performance value for the part. And then people decide based on the, the moment-to-moment changes in, in, in what's yeah. available. Like yeah. Clearly, 1050K is just, 1050K is like for 330. Oh, I wish I lived near a micro center. Right? That, was just, <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, people have been telling us that's like the last stronghold right now for these chips. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, Quack makes a good point. Uh, they just joined us for the first time. Uh, Welcome said uh, having a GPU now is like having a whole bar of gold. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that have asked me, they're like, dude, this thing is worth so much. Should I just sell it? And I'm like, I know people now that are selling their graphics cards and they're going, I'm going to go for a bike ride. <laughs> I'll buy another one whenever I can. I don't know. Like, is look, guys, seriously, oh, you've seen these prices. Look, no, no. I got a buddy that bought a 3080 when they launched. Lucky guy, right? Paid MSRP. Six ninety nine. He sold it for twenty two hundred bucks. Okay. I love. I love this yeah. voice. Like I know a guy. <laughs> yeah. I know a guy. I'm not guy. gonna. No, twenty two hundred. Like I mean, what kind of? That's pretty high though. Like we're not talking like two hundred over, four hundred over. Like that's a huge jump. Did you? Yeah, was, did so, you just like sell it to a sucker like on the street or, or what? eBay? eBay. Put it oh. on eBay and let the bid Jeez. go. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm just more impressed that he didn't get, you know, hosed during the right? auction. There's oh, so really? many Why? shady buyers out there too. 
Oh, the pullout. Yeah. Really? So. Oh yeah, it's true. I think it's probably the miners buying it, right? Because that's like a probably chump change to get a car that you're going to be instantly making. There's up. there are sites that just sell them for two thousand now. Jeez, They're there really? if you just want to. Yeah. I can't recall the name. I was, uh, somebody was showing it to me the other day, and I was like, "I'm not. Uh, I don't need. I don't. It, it, it's a graphics card, and it puts out a display on the screen. Ain't no game that I want to play that bad." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll play Half Life Two on an IGPU. <laughs> hey, or game. you could buy a console. Let's <gasps> not, not even get into I, that. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's. But I mean, why would I buy a console, Lena? You can't. Why I could just buy an iPad Actually, instead. Yeah. Have you seen on an iPad? Have you seen the prices of consoles? I mean, it's easier to get your hands on a console, even given the the hunt for them. Like if you're if you're talking about the latest ones, but if you want to get like an Xbox or sorry Xbox One S, if they still make them, I forgot which one they're still making the cheap one. Then like you can still play plenty of games on that, and yeah, I have why? seen Xbox Series S's more available recently. Yeah. Like Costco was doing a few um, deals, quote unquote, on that where they would give you a bundle for a little bit under MSRP, and it was you know easier to get if you're a Costco member. Mm. Um, Microsoft had a a short run on them too, where you could just get it That's at good. MSRP. So I mean, if you're not if you're not insistent on having access to you know all the pc indie titles um having access to you know things that pc gamers like to have like mouse and oh, keyboard wait, support hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm getting i'm getting a call brad this is brad <clears throat> yeah. wait, oh geforce now yes oh, okay that's right. yeah, we yeah. should bring up G- <laughs> oh, oh, talk to you later brad oh yeah uh geforce now <laughs> <laughs> i actually have a subscription to that that i bought a Me while too. back I, yeah I've, I've been a founding member uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm just saying why. I mean, I could see GeForce now, but I mean, no, not that I'm just trying to. Again, as I said, why not just buy an iPad, Elena? If I could get an iPad, game support, me this, game support. I, well, I don't understand, but I, I, it's cheaper. Support. I get a screen and speakers. Game I, support. Well, there's there's a huge, rich ecosystem in iOS for gaming on iPad over console. I'm why sorry, I, I can't hear anything. It's no, I'm just saying, <laughs> for the people who always say, why not get a console? Well, why not just get an iPad, right? Because it's a kind of games. It's, it's yeah, no games. kidding. Yeah. Because console gaming is different than PC gaming. Uh, not when you're talking about multiplayer titles, games. Gordon. Yeah, like, uh-uh. if I want to play Horizon Zero Dawn, I can still do that on a PlayStation 4. I don't have to have a PC to play that kind of game. Yeah, it's better on PC. No, actually, iPad has uh, controller support. <laughs> The, the consoles have uh, mouse and keyboard support. I'm just saying it's a different style of playing, and I think you anybody. Keep saying it's that. A, it's... There's so many multiplayer games. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not multi-platform think... games. Excuse me. We're at the point if you can get a game, if you want to be a gamer and you, you get it. I mean, it's like you know, it's like you just take what you can get right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what guy. Take what I can get right now. You know, uh, I, I know. A, yeah. I know a guy. <laughs> It's a, no. it's the game station. The game station, yeah, yeah. Game uh, station. Oh god. I, but I do wonder because I mean, we've been this through this before, right? I mean, remember this? Although this is definitely worse than the last mining craze. This is a lot worse than 2018. It's, it's a lot worse than 2018. Worse. But this too shall pass. And I kind of wonder what it'll look like when we get to the other side. You know, whether it'll be like. 
it just screws everything up so badly. Like, it, I mean, AMD was kind of wrecked from the mining because it, it basically nuked Radeon as, an, as a gaming option, period. They lost their entire customer base, it feels like. That's why they really don't like the mining craze because it, yeah. it, it screws up their long-term business. And <laughs> Every I just time they like, launch. <laughs> yeah, every time they launch. But I just kind of feel like we're, I do wonder what it'll look like in two years. I'm like wondering what it looks like. It's going to look like even in six months, because I do wonder as more people become fully vaccinated, if they will, if that will help. I mean, I don't think it's going to be immediately better, but I, I wonder if that'll ease up just enough so that looking for a graphics card feels a bit more like searching for a next gen console where it's a little bit hard, but there's far more success stories as opposed to just being like freaking desert. Yeah, we'll uh, we will have to see, but uh, we won't have to see how long it's going to take to get to questions because we're uh, let's let's get to some questions. Uh, Keith, I <laughs> forgot to ask before we started. Do you have a hard out? Uh, how, how long? No, 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 no. All right, we're going to be here for uh, at least three more hours. We got lots of questions. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, if you got your questions in, uh, add them to me in the chat, or uh, if if you're watching pre-recorded uh, audio or video, get over on Discord. We have a full nerd uh, questions channel over on there. You can drop them in there, and I'll get to them. First, I want to get to a couple super chats. Uh, the first one is $5 from VC Jester. Thank you so much. said, um, uh, with the introduction of Ether ASICs, uh, do you believe there may be GPU relief? Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's talking about mining or mining on uh, on hard drives, <laughs> essentially, theoretically. I, I don't know. Is that Ether about ASIC? It. I think it was no. I think there was some announcement recently. There was basically an ASIC for Ether, and the that the hash rate was insane. Oh, is it this is. different than the hard hard drive thing? Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. This is okay. This is a, a, a you know, because remember, Ether was supposed to be sort of deep ASIC resistant to make it more, I guess, you know, democratic and screw it up for everybody democratically. So I I would hope so. I mean, because it does feel like 2018, that was a, that was a difference, right? And the ASICs kind of wiped out the whole GPU-based mining. Or crypto, I mean, for, for Bitcoin and for some other things. I don't think they're going to be able to make enough of those to make a difference. Um, and even if they can, it, there's at least a two to three month lag time. I've already, I've actually like got notes on this particular topic. Like if, if Ethereum fell out tomorrow and it was no longer very pro because right now that's the big dog for the profitability on miners. They're not, a lot of people say, Oh, they're mining Bitcoin. Nobody's mining Bitcoin with graphics cards. Those are all in big server farms with ASICs, but they're mining Ethereum on Dagger Hashimoto and such. If it falls out tomorrow and it suddenly go, hits the floor and it's no longer profitable, what you're going to have is you've you've got yeah they're gonna, the the miners are going to they're going to gonna switch to something that's less profitable. So the big farms will continue going, and what you'll have is the people that are got like four or five graphics cards that now they're panicked because they're not going to make their money back on the cards that they bought in a reasonable time. So they're going to sell those. Now, if you're like me and you don't like paying MS over MSRP for anything. You're going to wait because you're going to have to wait for Joe Moneybags to that who's got the, the two grand to throw down. You got a wall of those people. It's just like with anything else. You're going to have to let the tiers of people get through the products before it gets anywhere close to normalcy. In my personal prediction, that's a that's a two to three month wait 
So if it falls out today, it's going to take, you know, 30, uh, 60 to 90 days for some type of normalcy. And that that's just going on from being in the game from the 2012, 2013, then the, the last, every time it's happened, that's been about the time frame. So hmm. just trying to be realistic. Yeah. You do have a good point too. It's like, where the hell are you <laughs> fabbing these, these ASICs, right? I mean, like who's got capacity, maybe, you know, these like, maybe they got to make their Ford F-150s before they can make your ASIC. So mm-hmm. you, they may be quite delayed, right? So and they're, tw- they're, they're between thirty and $40,000 to really? buy it. Yeah. Maybe we should all do a, <laughs> uh, a, a whatever, whatever those, we should do a petition to have TSMC, TSMC and, all, and UMC and all the other fabs move up the ASIC productions ahead of everybody first, get them out of the way, and then we can go back to... <laughs> No, no, go ahead. You go first. Just get them out of the way. People summoning even more patience for such a thing. But it would be a hard out. It would definitely kind of end it, right? Sort of like, but you're right. Three months, if somebody makes it, it's, so it's, yeah. Hmm. Well, so what about, what is this hard drive based thing that I was, I was reading about or saw? Chia coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chia. Yeah, uh, you, yeah you, you, it's it's an interesting new one where it's taking plotting and you're basically ch- sharing out your uh, your super fast storage solutions in exchange, just like you would with GPU with hashing power. You're doing oh. your storage. That's uh, weird. Yeah, it's a big gloom and doom that it's going to drive up prices on storage. Storage was already going up. Hmm. <laughs> Memory and storage was already on the rise, and then this was like, hey. Watch this. <laughs> Maybe this is just one big gigantic plot to get us outdoors so we can lose our COVID weight. Uh, I do spend my weekends on the lake now, so mm-hmm. it's working. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, well, Evocati Productions gave us $5 and, and made me think of, uh, thank you so much, and, and made me think of, of happier times. He said, uh, good to see my favorite nerds live again. Always good to see you too. Said, long live Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yes, man. Remember, remember when we all got together in in person and, and watched that amazing have, movie? God, have Keith, we asked have we, Keith this question yet? Yeah, Keith, what are your thoughts on Star Trek Motion Picture? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds is like this you the love one it. that like came out a few years ago, or the one that came out many moons ago. Many this is the one ago. that came out like at the very end of the seventies. I think oh. it was like nineteen eighty. Yeah, nineteen seventy nine. The, the very so, first Star Trek movie. It was so, the one that actually almost killed Star Trek, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Which ended up being so, a, a pretty um, good movie. Well, uh, if I'm being quite honest, um, I, I usually avoid the Star Wars and Star Trek debate because uh, neither were quite my cup of tea. Oh, okay. Fair. So, I, I don't dislike them. It's just uh my roommates all through college they watched star trek all the time and i would watch it in passing um but it never really grabbed me but i didn't ever think it was bad not your thing so okay. wow this is a very smart answer yeah. to, to play the game I, you're just not playing the game yeah Keith, when, when are you running for office well let me tell you i have roommates they would watch star trek i didn't really see it i would watch it but i didn't actually see it <laughs> It depends on how you define uh, enjoys. 
<laughs> oh boy! All right, we better move I on. Did, I didn't. I, I feel didn't like that's the best answer it. so far. <laughs> that is a good answer. Uh, okay, so Eek forty four gave us forty five Danish crowns as always. Thank you, and said hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Yeah, good to see you. Um, and VC Jester gave us uh, two dollars. So thank you so much. Said uh, Keith. Oh. Uh, oh. Would you rather? Uh, which which is better, the the original Alien oh, or the sequel Aliens? The original. Oh. In what way? You mean you? I, oh, wait, do you stop some popcorn? You can I, I? Can you hand over some popcorn? Later? Yeah, here. here. I want to ask you this. this way. Way. I want to ask you this. Yeah. Keith. I think. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Would you rather rewatch Aliens or Alien? Like, how many times have you seen them? I've watched Alien many, many more times than I did Aliens. Interesting. Uh, no, no. Aliens or or <laughs> Alien. There was the one that was the one with the big spinny fan and steam, and then there was the one that was a, the, the, the basically set the standard for action sci-fi movies and portability of a movie versus the one where they just ran around waiting to be eaten like a cheeseburger. That one where they ran around waiting to be eaten. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure I understand. One jam-packed with action, quotability, Mm-hmm. One of the all-time movies on Spike TV versus oh, oh, the one Spike. that the one, the, didn't that made, the channel that did the Man Show? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> versus the one where it was just really long, like and scenes good? of like yeah. a empty hallway, the slow burn, and the maybe slow a, burn, and then maybe a drop of water. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the one. That was like for the, ten the, minutes. The one that required cat. the audience. Yes, that was the one that required the audience to be engaged. Oh, oh, he just threw down. Dang, wow. I just, okay, we, I just we got the right make, person for the job there's here. There's no judgment here. <laughs> there's no judgment. There's, there's, there's one with, you know, Hudson and Hicks and, 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 and Sergeant Apone, great stuff like that. The, you know, that kind of interesting one. And then there was the one where there was, um, Set I the think foundation. It was, like it was a perfect, it was a perfect example of where you, you could just have a scene where good for compression and good for bandwidth, because if there's nothing actually happening in that scene, you don't have to re-encode it or have any motion. <laughs> so one was really good. As, for a, as for, from a cinematography uh, sense, uh, building tension uh, is very difficult, um, you know, and, and it leads to a good buildup and delivery. Uh, allows the audience to use their imagination to um, become tense um, and uh, enjoy their popcorn, but also drop it at the end. You know. Yeah. Hey, l- listen, Gordon. <laughs> you can't. You can't argue with the chest bursting scene. That was a, a damn good scene because it, it took you off guard. Right. You're, you're talking about that tense payoff. I know you were probably bored to tears, but then when it shot out of his chest, you didn't see that coming, did you? Well, see. I want to be fair because my issue really was when I saw the poster and, you know, I was a child of that era. I expected a movie where you couldn't actually hear you scream in space. But there is actually screaming in that movie in space. So I felt like I was kind of be, it didn't like, live up to the it's movie. like, man, I, I want my money back. I heard screaming. I didn't like that. <laughs> you can't scream in space. It was artificial. It was artificial. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just, 
you know, I just, you know, there's nothing wrong with liking a movie that is superior has really long scenes of an empty hallway with steam and dripping water for a really it's long time. Atmosphere. See, you know, Keith, the, the thing you don't realize is that uh, Gordon's favorite movie of all time is the Titanic. He really loves James Cameron and his work. <laughs> and yeah, J- James Cameron is like the, the best there is out there. Um, Ridley Scott sucks. I've never seen How Titanic. does that movie end? I, I don't know. I, I've never seen it. I, I refuse <laughs> to see it. It's like the end of uh, Alien. Ever after. Every, everyone dies. <laughs> should never, no. It should not have won Best Movie. I will say that. I think LA Which one? It, Alien? I think it robbed LA Confidential. LA Confidential should have been. But no, I just want to understand. There's nothing wrong with a long scene of a of an empty room for three or five minutes, and then another one where it's just nothing but frenetic action. That's like, wow, can they outdo that? Yeah, they actually outdid that. That's that's a different, you know, that's a different thing. One is action, jam packed, exciting. Like right to the very end. Oh my God, the alien queen is here. The other one is like, you know, exciting shots of a spaceship outside a planet landing for ten minutes. Sounds like wait, are you talking about Star Trek the motion picture again? (laughs) I just there's nothing wrong with having a space tug decouple from its cargo and then landing for fifteen twenty minutes with lots of steam coming out anywhere, and then the other one of nuking a, a complex from orbit there's nothing wrong with trying to compare those those two things there's... okay but they okay. go so well together I didn't think this would happen but i actually finished my popcorn yeah, nice. <laughs> and you got your money's worth <laughs> that one uh okay anyway uh, i was expecting it to be for the apple stuff but yeah this <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. VC gesture. He's been, he's been, you know, he's been really working on his lure. You know, hand uh, stitching it or whatever fishermen do. He hasn't even night. bought his M1 Mac yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frugal. True. I, you know, I'm actually. I, I may try to. I may wait for the new Mac and then try to make my company issue that as my work laptop. <laughs> the reason go. is then I would have that laptop to mess with because I know it's going to be so much faster than every single <laughs> PC laptop ever made. And nice. I know that to be true because everybody tells me that. So that will be, that will be something to, to, to use. Uh, all right. I guess more end our movie oh. talk here yeah. on Rick Elder's comment, which is Star Trek. The motion picture is an underappreciated film. It's true. It's true. Uh, all right. Yep. Yeah, uh, moving on to more questions. Re- let me point out one last thing. The reason why things are underappreciated is be for a reason. There is a reason underappreciated because it was underwhelming. Gordon likes Spike TV confirmed. Uh, we'll get a, a sponsorship next year. Next year we should get the Spike TV sponsorship. That's what we should do. Uh, Big Mom in the house uh, asks, uh, will, so many to pursue. would you consider buying an RTX 3070 or 3080 gaming laptop that was used for mining for cheap after the market crashes? Or... To, oh, what, or, or yeah, exactly. What, what's what's your what's your limit? If you're like, oh man, this is half off. <laughs> Got it. Boy, I I think if we're like, I mean, because I think the problem is thirty seventy thirty thirty eighty or th- was it thirty seventy or thirty sixty thirty eighty thirty seventy thirty eighty. 
you're looking at two grand right now, you know, 1600 buy-in for a new 3070 at least at the low end. And it's really about a two grand kind of price. Is that miner really going to sell it to you for like, honestly, if I could get a 3070 laptop that is used for mining for maybe $900, I might roll the dice. That's a pretty big risk, but you know, it might be okay. I think I might, how would you, where was your comfort level there? You know, were they really, how comfortable would you, Keith, Elena, Adam? $700, $800. Specifically those models? Yeah. Not for oh. a laptop. Mm-hmm. Like you push a laptop hard and it, yeah, no, uh, I, I don't they're think just, I, They're not built. <clears throat> but it's, I mean, so then it comes down to what's your, what's your risk to get like, because you ain't getting a 3070 laptop for $700. If you can get it for 700, I I think I'd roll the I think I'd roll the dice on that, you know. I don't think I would. As as Adam said, like laptops just too many too many parts all very tightly intertwined. Yeah. I mean, of course there's a I mean, you know, 100 bucks. All right, sure. 200. <laughs> yeah, okay. 300. I'd give it a pause. 400. You know, maybe five hundred. Mm. He's like, no, I stopped at fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some risk on things, but knowing how laptops are built, I... yeah, yeah, especially just, something that end. Yeah, I see. The thing is, I would. There is a certain point I might go higher, but I, I just don't think. I don't have my faith in humanity to say that somebody who's used a laptop for mining is going to turn around and be up front and sell it to you for even $800 and say was used for mining might die it's going to look new four months they're going to say barely used laptop $1800 right yeah. and only just, used for 3 months that's just the unfortunate <laughs> that's just how humans are so <laughs> you know? only you yeah gently used gently used for gently 3 months used, what, what's so. what's 3 months What's three I months? might, but again, I would roll the dice for maybe seven because you're getting just you're getting an awesome gaming platform for seven hundred dollars that will keep you happy for a long time and uh, maybe potentially you could really get it that low. Potentially, well, you hope, you right? Happy. That's yeah. that's the risk. That's the risk. Uh, all right, some more questions. Uh, moving over onto Discord. Uh, yeah. Whoops. Nope. That's not the right one. Uh. Okay, so we already answered about the Chia crypto. Uh, okay, um, Cause MC, friend oh, of the show. No, I've got the commercial in my head. Uh, Chia. Um. No, stop. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's just a. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's a good one. Uh, Old Man Brian asks uh, Does the full nerd know anyone that has insight into the land manufact- laptop? manufacturing industry and can explain the builder's view of uh, soldered ram you hear thin laptops being uh, a touted pro but the connector is only about two millimeters high looking at it it's frustrating oems are limiting 32 gig ram on 3080 laptops only as a dirty way in my opinion to get customers to pay premium for 3070 3080 to get that higher ram um, I, I can say, I, having done so many interviews with so many different laptop makers and the reasons why, there's two things at play. One, make sure when you're thinking about solder RAM, that is the requirement of LPDDR3 and LPDDR4X. It has to be soldered. You can't do that in a, in a, in a SODIM. 
<clears throat> we're talking about DDR4 in the sodium. If you ever look at those sodium connectors, that is a lot of space, especially as you try to compact it down. And it's not just simply the, the Z height. You're also, there's just, you know, space for the solder, for the module. And it's just, it's a lot of space that uh, a laptop maker has to go like, well, if we do a sodium, our research shows 5% of people upgrade their memory anyway. If we go to soldered in place, um, one, it's, you know, it can actually be more reliable because it's soldered rather than in a module that can be bump loose. It does happen. And uh, you get so much more in Z height. You get it in space, smaller motherboards. If you looked at all the compact motherboards, nobody's using modules. They are basically all, it's all soldered in place. Look at the XPS 13. This little tiny motherboards, all, all the stuff. The reason why Apple does it is because they, they save space. It, I know people think they do it just to annoy you. It is really a space-saving concern. So that's generally why they do it. And you have to decide if, you know, you want it or not. You know, it is nice to have modules because you, you can add it later on. But, you know, rarely, if you're buying a 32-gig laptop, how many people really need 64 gigs in, in the laptop? And if you do, go out and buy that in the first place. So I can see the argument for it. I do like modules myself in general because that lets, lets them build 16 gigs and then up to 32 gigs and more. But they're, the reasons are real. They're not. And you think back to the older funky, you know, soda sauce that were double stacked. So there's it's a real world. It's a design decision every OEM makes, and if you don't like it, don't buy it. You know, there's plenty of motherboard, plenty of laptop makers that make it without uh, modules. Okay. Nice. That's, that was concise. Yeah. No, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't buy it. Um, I also think it, it matters in no, cheaper really, laptops, I mean, right? Like if 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 you're if you're like, hey, you know what? I can only afford this now but maybe later I, I you know i can hopefully upgrade the the system a little bit um when i get more disposable money or something uh i think that's that's different than being like hey you know what i got four thousand to burn <laughs> i'm just gonna go with something i can't you know i'm not gonna worry about well i think the point of the question though is more that the delineation seems to be tied to the level of graphics cards you get true and which is annoying. i think that the, the original question is more focused on like the hey like for my use case i want more ram but not necessarily a 3070 or 3080 why do i have to pay for a graphics card of that level to get the amount of ram i want so. Well, and sometimes so, sometimes they'll lock yeah, the, the CPU I've, generation too. It's like, oh, hey, you want the newer, you know, Intel chip? It's locked behind the the newer GPUs or something like that. Yeah, that's a pretty classic strategy they use with selling laptops. Um, you'll you'll see a thirty eighty. A lot of these, a lot of the uh, configurations for thirty eighties, they are just crazy spec'd out. You know, two two terabyte SSDs. 64 gig, 32 gig, and mostly I think I I think a lot of that is because laptop makers are like, you know what, people that are buying these stupid things for mining, they're not going out and buying a 32 gig, two terabyte laptop that has a, a list price of, you know, $2,800. They're going out and buy the cheapest thing they can to maximize their return on investment. So if we make more laptops at higher end specs, 
yeah, it sucks. You got to pay more to get it, but you can actually get it because the miners might be buying and lowering specs. And then also, I think a lot of this is like a car. You know what? I can't go in and buy a Ford Mustang with the very, very high end uh, engine option and then want cloth seats, right? It's just not, you know, Ford is likely going to go, we know if you're going to go buy a 800 horsepower Ford Mustang, you are not going to buy cloth seats. We're going to load it up because you want every single option because you're like an Apple user. You, you like, here's how much it costs, charge me another 10% and that's what I want. That's just, you fit into that model. So it's unfortunate. Yeah. I, I kind of get where they're coming from, though, because sometimes you just want to buy a Corolla, but you want leather seats because you've got a sticky young child. <laughs> yeah, but that's just not, I mean, yeah, sometimes, but they don't, they've done research to know what people will buy and how they can, one, charge you more money. And then also like, you know what, if you made a Corolla with leather seats, you would be fired. You wouldn't be working for Toyota anymore because it's like, hey, look, I have a warehouse full of stupid Corollas with leather seats because you said this would be a good thing. It's not going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, I like it. Uh, okay, uh, a couple more questions. Uh, let's see. Let's get to it there. Uh, Novak, uh, new user Novak says, uh, I'm doing an around $2,000 personal PC build to where I can handle pretty much any game or anything, anything I throw at it. Do you guys have any personal recommendations, especially with GPU prices they are today? Yeah, let's say 2000 now does not go as far as it used to. Stick to 1080p. Or wait. <laughs> yeah, so or wait. Uh, right? I mean, like, do you need it that bad right right now? Like, if you're just like, I got, I got. But, it, I mean, it sounds sounds like it's a personal PC, so not for work. So, yeah. 2000. What is it going to be? What's it going to be? All right, for? all right, all right. Here's what I'd do. Gaming. Here's, here's how I would do this. Yeah, here's how I would do this. I would, I would get, I would target for a 1440p system. Okay. Um, with the understanding that right now I'm not going to be able to fully utilize it. Okay. By, by good solid core components that are going to last you for years on end. So, uh, 3,600, I know 5,600 X is like the thing now 3,600 or the most I would go is like the, the 5,800 X. Okay. 16 gigs of Ram minimum good Ram. A B550 board if you're going over there, B5 or B560 if you go Intel and like the 11600. Um, I'm trying to give some general things. You got some wiggle room here. You got some <laughs> money to work with, but get you a good solid monitor and um, fast storage, plenty of storage. Get that now before those prices skyrocket and peruse graphics cards that people are not really going to want for any type of le- labor. Uh, we're talking R9. <laughs> no, no, no. Do not buy that. Like when I see people buying <laughs> right. the 1030 right now, I'm like, please don't. Cause you're going to, they're like 200 plus dollars. Look for a, a, um, look for a, a 30, uh, Hold on. I'm getting my words mixed up here. I don't want to say the wrong thing. You're looking for an R9 class graphics card, the 380, like a 4 gig 380, or a 290X. You're going to be looking at these older cards. They're going to be warmer. They're going to use a lot more power, but you're going to get them at reasonable prices. And don't try to run the AAA, latest AAA titles. 
just there's this is the only way you're not going to go crazy and and blow way too much money. Well, how much how much is a card like that right now? Like you know, realistically, 130, 150 bucks. So what you're saying is that like, bucks. you're buying that now and then th- essentially kind of throwing it away down the line when uh, the GPU you're gonna, you want to get. You're going to set it on the shelf. Yeah. 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 Back well, up gonna, in case anything goes wrong. But what if? Yeah, as I say, you're going to put it on the shelf. Okay, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather say, what? okay, well, if I'm not going to use that GPU, what if I'm going to take that hundred and thirty dollars and pay, you know, the, an extra premium on it? Oh, I found a, a thirty eighty that I want that is a hundred and thirty dollars over at MSRP. You would rather take that, right? Oh, of course, but we're trying to be realistic. Right <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying, you know. But we're not going to find, yeah. With, go ahead, Gordon. No, I, go ahead, finish. Oh, that that <laughs> after that, that that's that's kind of and and I'm just saying that class of card right now. It's older one. Nobody's going to want them for mining, and people for some odd reason are still going for the 1030. Or the 550 when these other cards are going to get you something. Okay, I'm done. Okay, here, here's my recommendation. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to get you into a Core i7 11700K, 3070, 16 gigs of RAM, <clears throat> one terabyte SSD, a Z590 motherboard MSI. 2175. So you're going to go a little bit above. You can go a little lower if you want to do 3060. <clears throat> but I'm going to say, I think it's probably worth the 200 bucks to go up to a 3070 card, get you a little more wiggle room. I could get you that deal right now. So I'm going to, if you go to CyberPower <laughs> and you buy <laughs> the system for 2175, <clears throat> then you take that system and then you go buy your case that you want on. Uh, New Egg or Amazon, and then you transfer all the parts, and then you built your computer. So that, no, yeah. there's just DIY is basically on pause right now. Forget it. Yep, Forget I it. was just gonna say the same thing. And if you really don't even want to do the, the transfer, the case, and you don't need to say that you built your own PC, if you can ca- catch an Omen 30L with a Core i9, but Comet Lake Core i9 and 3070, that is list price. Uh, 2000 and HP doesn't inflate their prices. It's just more whether or not you can catch it when it's in stock or not. And they're yeah. telling us that it comes in and out of stock based on, you know, whenever they can get the parts. So if you don't need to build your PC, actually pre-built is the way to go right now. It really is. Yeah. And you don't have to buy a Windows key. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have Gordon Gordon talking to you about that. <laughs> or go to school. Yeah. Get a, an education I, I, license. I got my education yeah. license. Legit. Uh, I am still taking classes at the local <laughs> JC. So, Keith, do you know Elena to get yes. her? Yeah. She goes, she's taking night classes just to get her free. No, not just. It's a class. perk. <laughs> no. Gordon, you know, in his head, you're, that's all you're going to school for. <laughs> Uh, so, who can tell me about President Harrison's policy? Uh, Miss Yee? I'm not listening to you. Give me an F. I don't care. Whatever. I'm just here for the key. Activated. <laughs> Is I'm everybody activated. in my history class just for a Windows key? <laughs> I, love, yes. I love this narrative. Uh, okay. I'm actually here for Adobe, sir. I, I don't I don't listen to you either. Dude, I'm, I can get I'm a Creative Cloud license for $80 a year. <laughs> 
That is actually pretty good. The education Whatever. discounts are freaking legit. That is actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just would like, could you imagine that if I were that teacher, I would go home and just pour the biggest glass of, of Jack Daniels whiskey. I'm just a like, in my class. And then they're, they're, they're like, you know, their spouse is going to like, how's, how's class today, honey? Well, uh, and nobody's taking my classes to learn about history. They, they just, they're just there to get low cost Adobe and, <laughs> and Microsoft licenses on education. As long as, long as they're nobody, activated, they're happy. They don't care. They just like talk a lip. They show up because they, they, you know, they have to do it to get. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. What are you going to do when you walk across that stage, Elena? You're like, She's you throw activated. The tassel, like whatever. They'll give her a key, a permanent copy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Life, a, a lifetime key activation key with with the activation key like engraved on it. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, no, I, I do want to be serious though. I mean, the the pre-builds are like yeah, between HP and and, and CyberHop, everybody. It feels like they are definitely getting direct access to GPUs. Oh yeah, more, right. And I I know people are angry in the DIY crowd, but you think about it, if you're Nvidia and AMD. This is getting your parts to consumers, right? And that that's that's a pretty damn good system for twenty one hundred dollars, twenty two hundred dollars. So I, I think it's yeah, that is unfortunately the way to go right now. Or you know, uh, Eek forty four gave us a uh, forty five Danish crone. Thank you uh, again. And said uh, use the PC you have now uh, and wait uh, to get what you need later. Uh, or uh, some other people in the chat say buy a console. Buy a console, then when you can build your own PC, put the console in the living room, and you still have a use for it. I mean, wait, I ran out of popcorn. I don't, I don't have enough popcorn for this again. You just buy an iPad. Instead. You right. get the screen speakers. Yeah, the speakers, great. Yeah, it's got a camera. I'm just, I just trying to understand why people are saying consoles better than iPad for gaming. Why is desktop better than laptop? This is a different form of gaming. These are three different forms of gaming, right? So why don't bring that up? <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Brad's calling in to talk about GeForce now. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's like, I'm never going to do this again. Never. Yeah. Do this right. Again. People are crazy. No. <laughs> Why I haven't been here since last fall. Uh, <laughs> last, uh, last question, uh, from dark helmet, uh, kind of a fun one because I think we all have bad answers except for maybe Keith, uh, dark helmet, uh, is asking, uh, <laughs> following up on, uh, yeah. Uh, what chairs are you all using while you work remotely? Do you have a do you have a nice chair you're you're working with, uh, Keith? I feel like you would. I I am using the Ergo Chair Two from Autonomous without the headrest. I snatched the headrest off. Uh, I kept falling asleep in it. Ergo Chair Two. It leans back really nicely. It doesn't lean back like a gaming chair, but it leans back very comfortably to play games on my console. Oh, that that's an expensive <laughs> chair, my friend. You, you're you're taking this serious. My uh, my my back thanks me. Wow. It really it, it it's I actually full disclosure I got it in for a review over a year ago, and um, I, I threw out the gaming chair that I had, mm. like kicked it to the curb. I didn't even and, give it away. Uh, it was just like damn trash done. Uh, I was like somebody will take it. <laughs> <laughs> it was gone in like thirty minutes, but. <laughs> But this has been a very, it's not the best chair that you can get, but it is very comfortable and it breathes. So, you know. I don't get the whole gaming chair thing myself, so. 
So I, I I have to ask this as somebody who I guess does not sweat a lot. Is breathing a necessary function in a chair for most people? Like, is it because of like sweatiness? And heat it, dissipation. It's heat. It's the heat, like heat buildup. Like you don't feel like if you if you sit for say an hour and you're working on an article or something, and you get up to go get some water, and you know it's like ooh, you get like a fresh of air. You know, air hits you and it feels good. <laughs> It Ooh. does. You don't. You don't get that. Yeah, that goes away because you stay pretty temperate the whole time. Okay. I've got a fan over me, so you know, I used to. I'd be in here working, and I'd get up and stuck to the chair. Those gaming chairs are like that leathery stuff. Oh, and I you hate. Get I hate the leather ones. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can only. I mean, we have that cloth one still at the at the office. I thought about bringing that home. It's the uh, the. Oh, crap. Secret Labs? Secret Labs, yeah, the, the Omega. I would say, if you say Secret Labs, those guys are on a whole different level. Yeah, well, but, and so. it's, it's the cloth one, too. I, I can't do leather chairs. Okay. So, yeah, like, that's, I, I thought about bringing it home, but also, yeah, it's not really, I don't know. I'd, yeah. They're huge. <laughs> They're big. What about you, Elena? Oh. I just saw chat. Um, Ian Cutters is here, hanging out. Hello. Uh, who said that uh, he sits in a wooden kitchen chair and I don't know if mine's actually one above or one below that <laughs> because I'm sitting like, in this like really old like very basic like uh, not even office chair it's just like the cheap ones you buy where like the back is like super loose uh, <laughs> this you hear thing is creak. like 25 years old like I was this was purchased in childhood and I've just been it's using a family it heirloom. Since. <laughs> my wife uses a bar stool so dang wow people have good backs <laughs> right ian right uh, we're all talking about we really want to see your 4700s stuff we're, we're I, i'm interested in the memory subsystem i just want i can't wait to see that so we should have you on after that you've tested it because man i just i'm i'm interested to see what gddr6 on a on horizon would do or how much it just kind of either is good or sucks for normal pc use uh yeah Gordon's the, dodging the question yeah well i, oh, I my question <laughs> folding chair i bet it, it's like yeah i bet it's like an outside one of those like folding chairs with the the, oh, the cross patterns the metal one is just, yeah yeah it's just plastic i have two chairs so the one that is in front of my work desktop is i stole from my wife and it's just one of those office chairs that one of our companies or employers you know eventually the they like, you know what, we have too many chairs, take what you want. So it's, you know, it's probably, you know, it's an office chair. So office chairs are, they're like government contractors and they, they're they pay nice. like $5 million for a chair and then they just dump them. So it's a pretty good chair. I've modified it with extra ass pillows for me <laughs> because my back has been <laughs> killing me. And then my downstairs in my garage where I have a table for testing, I use another chair that was taken from a government building before they tore it down. I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> it is a 1950s. It's like, but it's beautiful. It's just one of those, like, you know, like um, it has that green padding. It's built in the 1950s and it's square with, you know, the metal frame and, you know, like a New York city police detective would lean back in, you know, <laughs> and it just kills me. Like when I'll do testing, like my back is hurt, will hurt for weeks. So, <laughs> it's terrible that's what i use nice uh at the at the beginning of lockdown i had i was on my my old taco bell chair which is a, a wooden 
wooden chair with a metal back. Uh, oh, is this the one you found outside of Taco Bell? Yeah, and actually, yeah, that, that's these oh, are uh, these are L's. No, no, it's literally a, ta- a chair from Taco Bell, and these are L's from a Taco Bell sign too. Oh, uh, yeah. So we have some Taco Bell <laughs> swag around here. Wait, what? Where do they have chairs in Taco Bell? They have chairs. They have wood chairs with a little bell on the back. Oh, you mean in the inside? You literally, you mean the one that back you when you could eat inside, inside Taco Bell. to eat your taco? Yeah, yeah. Back back in the old wow. days, back in my day when we could eat inside a Taco Bell, like not just out of your car, like a ashamed person. Uh, he did that shit in public. <laughs> Is there where um, everybody in the windows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's just a swivel chair that sits on a. No, on that's a not a swivel chair. No, it's it's a, a static metal chair with a, a a wood, you know, butt part, and then the the, the metal has a little uh, bell in the back. Uh, anyway, wow. I, I I did that for a while. I, I put like a blanket on it to try to make it a little uh, better to sit on. But man, that I would hurt real bad at the end of the day. So I I, I grabbed this kind of crappy office chair from uh, from work. Uh, mostly because of, uh, of aesthetics. I could have got a nicer chair, but I don't like tall back chairs, like aesthetically on camera. I know it's it's dumb, but, you know, I'm, I'm taking a sacrifice here. It's it's comfortable enough for me. Wait a second. Are you such a big fan of Taco Bell that if you had the Taco Bell Xbox One, you would just use it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally not ashamed of a Taco Bell. Like, come on. Taco Bell's great. What's wrong with it. Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I literally trying to get drink. a I literally I tell you this d- experience. I literally dived in dumpster to get this Taco Bell stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've been awesome. trying to get a sponsorship from them for years. Oh, man. What maybe maybe that should be 2022. That's the L's. It's the, from Bell. Yeah, well, I, I just I, I mount them like this. Why were they to, throwing them out? Oh, so there there was a Taco Bell in Alameda that, that went out of business, uh, and like I, oh. I I was in the little the, the little thing the uh, the strip mall or whatever, and I was like, oh no, that Taco Bell's closing. And then I saw the, a huge dumpster in front, and I was like, oh, all the Taco Bell <laughs> like they had the benches. If I could, if I had a truck, I would totally get a bench uh, a Taco Bell bench. They had tables, they had the artwork. Except, and I grabbed the artwork. Unfortunately, they slashed them for some reason and i was like yeah and we, oh. we weren't able to really like put them back together but yeah how much that- does someone want to bet that adam didn't just happen on this that like someone put an alert on like next door <laughs> the citizen app and he's like oh sh- i gotta go i gotta I go gotta, i gotta go taco bell calls uh but no I, yeah <laughs> adam <laughs> i'm just wondering if you're gonna like we're gonna like oh later I got my new place I I'm starting a taco friend or starting a taco store or you know restaurant taco Bell. And, no not Taco Bell because yeah. that's, you got to pay for that it's franchise yeah yeah hey I, they got Taco Bell he's gonna taco have shell. taco something it'll taco shell uh, taco, yeah, taco no, no 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 taco gong yeah taco gong mm. yeah, be, it's it's not a bell totally it's a gong like, yeah I've <laughs> no using everything you recover from that dumpster Zylophone. you're gonna be building your entire taco knockoff taco bell franchise <laughs> there's the operations manual in there and you're like uh yeah and triangle. nacho nacho bell mm, nacho yeah yeah oh, oh nacho bell or uh yeah actually uh tech tech potato ian is uh reminding me there there are no tater tots in the uk i i would do a tater top bell yeah that, that was a pretty good one too <gasps> tater tots like, are yeah. a wonderful invention wait there's is there they're not allowed to have tater tots in the no UK? they don't understand the taste of freedom Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barbecue and tater tots. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, you is guys it one of those barbecue? I just want they the tater don't, tots. They don't eat it, or they're like some kind of like 
they just they don't search make them. Your luggage they have a, for gator averse dogs. reaction. They just don't make them. <laughs> Elena, you need you need to come to Memphis and have some uh, barbecue tots. What? <laughs> yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a thing. Uh, we do barbecue nachos too. Yeah. Yes. Really okay, good. I'm so there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's booking your tickets right now. Like, Don't stay long. Just just dip in, get the food, and go. You trust me. She's gonna we, she's gonna show up in a in a bubble. Like yeah, she's just gonna roll there. <laughs> what yeah. what is it? You can actually get all of that at the airport, so you don't even have to like get out of off. <laughs> I can. So I just need to plan a layover there. I don't yes, have, like I can be on my way to like New York or something. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, yeah, we we should probably get out of here because now we've talked about Taco Bell. I'm I'm hungry. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go get Taco Bell. Maybe I should get Taco Bell. Yeah. Just do it. Uh, so, real quick, Dustin Patrick mentioned tater tot nachos. Those are a thing. Tachos. Those are a legit yeah. thing. Tachos. Yeah. What? One of my so favorite a, things at Disneyland, actually. Tater tots covered with not whatever that sauce is. Yeah. Instead of the chips. Yeah. Instead of the so. chips, it's not. It's tater tots. It's, it's really so good. good. Yeah, it's really good. I like carbs with my carbs. Yeah. It's that. not even cheese. I mean, I guess it would be... I. What is that yellow sauce? <laughs> Who cares? It's cheese sauce. Yeah. You know, you know when the container is like a 55-gallon drum, it says yellow sauce, comma, cheese-like. Cheese-like. <laughs> cheese-like sauce. Uh, you know, and if you open it, you could refrigerate it or not. It doesn't matter, you know. And it probably, you know, it comes out of a big pump, you know, like a like a well pump. <laughs> you gotta pump it in. <laughs> oh man, I, I feel like Brad's gonna be upset. He missed this episode. This, this was fun. Uh, Do we uh, need you, to refrigerate this boss? No, 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 no. Don't refrigerate it. You'll never like. It'll never. It'll never. You'll never back pump again. Your Latinus state. <laughs> it'll be solid. <laughs> You know, you it's have like to cut the thing over exactly. Yeah, you, you, sh- it you shave it like nice cheese. You know, like it solidifies. So you kind of, you know, you carve it out. Oh, um, no. Also, Ruru Two oh, just Ruru Two just gave me a really good idea. I should do a Taco Bell uh, themed PC. Oh damn! Yeah, you should. Dang it! All right. Well, okay. I'm, I'm gonna have to work on. That. I gotta oh. think about this. I, uh, yeah. Smooth creations, and then I think a smooth <sighs> creations paint job, a window, and then RGB with the lights set to the Taco Bell colors. Yeah, yeah, I got to get a speaker that has a little those, chime. Those Fantex uh, LG, uh, sorry, RGB like LED strips that yeah. kind of look kind of like the neon tubes, and you just like bend them maybe in the right shape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. Um, all right, BB's ready to take us out. BB came to say, "Hi, BB. What do you think? Did you get lunch already?" Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's let's get out here, Gordon. Let's take us out of here. The, the show's gone off the rails. It has gone off the rails yeah. into a giant. Brad's not here, so we we did whatever substance. we wanted to do. <laughs> check back for your check back next week for your fix and Taco Bell talk on the Full Nerd for audio listeners. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and also please leave leave us a review if you're on one of those services. Every time you do. Somebody says that Aliens is way better than Alien. Send questions and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Keith May of WCCF Tech. Check out his awesome stuff on YouTube channel and WCCF Tech. Do it. Thank you, guys. Elena Yu, who has to go back to her giant tub of cheese-like substance.
Dude, I'm going to break out all the tater tots now. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and Adam Patrick Murray, who is about to start his own Taco Bell knockoff store. Uh, actually, I think I'm going to steal VC Jester's idea of calling it uh, Taco John's Tater Olays. Yeah, there you go. Yes. So, yeah, come c- come on down to Taco John's Tater Olays. We got the best tacos, Johns, taters, and Olays. See everybody. Bye. Best bathrooms around. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.